The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning. Welcome back, my friends, as we take a few minutes out of our day in God's Word, and I'm grateful uh, to be part of your day as we are just a couple days out from Christmas. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're enjoying time with family, and if you get some extra time off and just enjoying some relaxation. Uh, we are going to conclude today, this and this Tuesday, 2 Peter chapter 3. One quick programming note is just like we did around Thanksgiving as we come to uh, our holiday season. Uh, here's what we're going to be doing. One of the things uh, for me and time, I'm taking some time off the next couple weeks with my family. Uh, so th- this week we will have one till Wednesday tomorrow. We will not have a devotional Thursday or Friday. Uh, and then uh, next week we will start again on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of that same week. And then we will not have one Thursday, Friday of next week. And so again, today and tomorrow, not one Thursday, not one Friday. Next week, we will have Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. We will not have one Thursday and Friday. And we will not have one on uh, probably the Monday after New Year's simply because that's the holiday we celebrate. Uh, And then we'll pick back up. We're going to be in the book of Philippians next. Uh, as we look through, really, as we look to the new year, a lot of what we see is circumstances, and you got the, you know, what's exciting, what could be over, overwhelming, and Philippians offers that. Philippians is really the idea of joy in spite of, and then each chapter has a focus on what we can have joy in spite of, as Warren Wearsby often so uh, promptly put out. So we're going to look at that uh, book coming next. I really think it'll be help and encouragement. I know it always has been for me, but today, Philipp, uh, 2 Peter chapter 3, 2 Peter chapter 3, we're going to pick up verse 14 as Peter's concluding, again, the end of his life, end of his ministry. He's kind of just giving this la- these last few thoughts, and he, so now he gets some closing thoughts, and it'll be important. I mean, this is Peter's end, and it's important for us to look and see what we can learn from it. So 2 Peter chapter uh, 3, and we're going to start in verse 14. The Bible says, Wherefore, beloved, seeing that ye look for such things, be diligent that ye be found <clears throat> of him in peace, without spot and blameless. Since you look forward to the future, since you are hopeful for the future of what God's going to bring, as we talked about yesterday, and all that comes with it, he goes, see that ye be without spot and blameless. Now, the understanding premise is, you know, that we should stay away from sin. There's no way we can ever be sinless. In fact, First John says, if you claim that you have no sin, you've deceived yourself. The truth is not in you. He's not stating perfection. He is saying that we should strive our best to head in a direction that stays away from those things. The world is heading in a horrendous direction in the context we see here. It goes, don't be driven by those things. Don't be swayed by those things. Uh, and make sure that your direction is towards the Lord. Make sure you're going the right direction. And it helps. It helps by having a purpose. And when you know what the purpose is, the direction, you have a level of hope and purity and all of that. Uh, and he goes to verse 15. And account that the long-suffering of our Lord is salvation, even as our beloved brother Paul also according to the wisdom given unto him hath written unto you. So he says, account that the long-suffering, what God is that long-suffering, he's not, you know, he's long-suffering to us for a couple of verses earlier, he said that. The goal of salvation, he says, there's a lot of people that are going to want to really try to make this confusing, really try to make all of this so much more complicated than it needs to be. He continues by saying that in verse 16, as also in all his epistles, speaking in them of these things, in which are some things hard to be understood, which they are, they that are under unlearned and unrest, 
or unstable rest, as they do also the other scriptures unto their own destruction. Here's simply what he's saying. A lot of people really work hard to make, um, in this situation, the writings of Paul, Pauline epistles. Um, he says that he's try they try to make them way too complicated. They do it through confusion. Uh, they do it through stating, well, it's not really what he means. It must be this, it must be that, throwing their, interjecting their own opinion into a lot of these things. But really what we're seeing is we're seeing him simply say, the world and its scoffers and its false teachers, they're always going to be there. Uh, church is always going to have some who are going to want to cause grief, and there's some that are going to want to uh, disagree and fight with the teachings of Scripture. Not, not necessarily the pastor, but the Scriptures, and that's the difference. The difference is not whether they agree or disagree with the pastor. The question is, where is their position on Scripture? But you look at all of that. He says, listen, this is unfortunately going to be part of life. Satan will always use the tactic, and the simple tactic is religion. Um, people who claim to be more intelligent, excuse me, people who claim to have been given answers or have learned things and they know things that generally everybody else completely disagrees with in the area of theology. And they're going to do every, they're going to be used to Satan to cause conflict, confusion, um, division, all of those things. And unfortunately, they happen and they are of Satan. I want you to catch that. They are of Satan. Uh, these people will convince you they're of God. In fact, they will walk out and find out how they've been blessed of God. It is of Satan. Let God deal with that. But it's part of life. It's part of what we unfortunately have to deal with. So what do we do? We'll dig deeper. Make the Word of God your foundation. Don't make people, don't make someone else's opinion. Make the Word of God your foundation. Let me challenge you to do something. I challenge this as a pastor, this teacher, and this podcast. I would challenge you the same thing. Don't ever, ever take someone's opinion, especially mine, solely based upon me saying it. You listen to this, you watch this, and you say, well, he said this, I believe it. And by the way, we, we, our goal is to teach the Bible simplistically. We don't go overly complicated in this. We're not, we're not trying to turn this into a college course. We're not running off into topics. We're just teaching the Word of God. Uh, but here's the thing. Make sure, go, go figure it out. Go study it. You know, evaluate what's been said. Now, you'll go and you'll find out where we're coming from and why we believe this. But the point is not to prove or disprove the preacher. The point is to figure it out for yourself. Go back to that book that we've been going through. Read it through. What is it? What can I learn? What does it mean for me? Where do I stand on these things? This is so important for us to remember. Don't be confused by the lies and deceptions of others. See, if you just hold and say you believe on something solely because I've said it, well, then somebody else is going to be more eloquent. Somebody else is going to, have, is going to be more intelligent. They're going to say things, and you're going to say, well, obviously they're right, because that's what you train. Don't ever accept something because a preacher says it. Go to the Word of God. Now let the Word of God, let the preacher direct you to it. But go to the Word of God and find out what the Bible has to say. And by the way, one great way to know this is if a preacher is not truly using Scripture, they're twisting it or they're only using one thought and they're not using all of Scripture or they're saying it contradicts itself, ignore that person. I, the Bible does not do that. So to verse number 17, he says, Ye therefore, beloved, seeing you know these things before, you know that you've been taught these, you, are, you know what the Bible says, beware lest ye also being led away with the error of the wicked fall from your own steadfastness. You know these things. Don't, don't look at, hey, he's got some bright new theology, or he's saying something that's different than what's been said before. No, no, no. You know the truth. You've been given the truth. Stand on it. Don't, don't fall away from what you know to be true, what gives you strength, do the lies and deceptions of someone Satan is using. He goes, but here's what you do. Verse 18, grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be glory both now and forever. Amen. A reference 
to back at the beginning of the book. Something that Paul, Peter, excuse me, starts and ends this book with really, don't, don't be driven away by the false narratives of the liars, deceivers, or the scoffers. You know what the Bible says, follow it, stand firm on it, and grow in it. Continue to grow in grace, in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior. That's what we should be shooting for. That's what we should be hoping for. And that's what I hope you take uh, from what we're doing here, striving to dig you deeper, not to my opinion or my views on things, but into the Word of God. What does the Bible say? Again, as we conclude another book, I, I appreciate the privilege to be able to be uh, together in this, to be encouraged in God's Word. I hope you have been. If, it, if, you, if this has been, I encourage you to share it or give a review on iTunes and things of that nature. It really does help us as we're trying to, you know, just spreading this out and getting this to other people. And our ultimate goal is just to get the Word of God out. We do appreciate the privilege you've given to us to be part of this. And we'll hope again to join us again tomorrow as we jump into the book of Philippians. 